This podcast is brought to you by the Turquoise Trail Charter School, Santa Fe, New Mexico. The masks are really annoying, and whenever I come in the morning, I almost fall asleep halfway through class. You guys, tell me a little bit about what it's like to be back in school after last year. Uh, you get, you maybe changed, and you get to see all your friends. Um, you're older than you used to be, and you know more from the last year. That's true. From Protect the Pack Productions at Turquoise Trail Charter School in Santa Fe, New Mexico, my name is Chris Eide, and this is The Hypothesis, a podcast that takes you behind the scenes of what it's like to open and close and open a school again during the middle of a global pandemic. Welcome to season two of The Hypothesis. We are so excited to be back with you this year. The context is very similar to last year, although it is also reminiscent of school as we knew it before. This first episode is going to focus a little bit on what the data say about students, children, and COVID. Are they safe? And if so, why are we making the decisions that we are by and large? To me, this is the foundational conversation, and we'll dig into it just a little bit. Now, this is just scratching the surface. And again, as I said in the introduction or the teaser, these topics are controversial. And again, we do not have a claim on the truth here. We just have what we understand to be true and are biased toward keeping kids safe and making sure that we can serve them to the highest and best of our ability. So... I'm going to take you into an article that was shared with me uh, earlier this year and how it's impacted my thinking and our thinking around how we treat COVID in our school in this new context. Hope you stay with us. Back on July 12, 2021, a piece ran in New York Magazine by David Wallace Wells entitled The Kids Are All Right that led with CDC findings around COVID-19 mortality rates for children. The findings indicated that the mortality risk for children is greater for the flu than it is for COVID-19, including the Delta variant. And it went further, quote, Over the course of the pandemic, 49,000 Americans under the age of 18 have died of all causes, according to the CDC. Only 331 of those deaths have been from COVID, less than half as many as have died of pneumonia. In 2019, more than 2,000 American kids and teenagers died in car crashes. Each year, according to some estimates, about 1,000 die from drowning. End quote. Those were the figures back in July of 2021, roughly three months ago. So I went into the CDC site to review the most current numbers, and they're close. As of October 13th, 605 of the 712,929 COVID-related deaths in the United States were children under the age of 18. That is 0.08% of all deaths. That said, 
The number of COVID-related fatalities for young people has almost doubled in the last three months, and the CDC is also reporting that hospitalizations among children aged 0 to 4 has increased by a factor of 10 since the rise of Delta. In addition, unvaccinated people aged 12 to 18 are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized. But that can all be pretty confusing, uh, and we always have to do well to pull the data apart. So let's do that. I look back and in the data, it shows that in the week ending September 4th, which was the highest since last January, there were 120 total hospitalizations for people aged 0 to 17, which was 2.9% of all COVID-related hospitalizations. So considering all of this, and we haven't thought about transmission rates obviously yet, but based on this, it seems clear that young people are far less likely to be hospitalized or pass away because of COVID than all other age groups, even though Delta has sped those rates up as it has with everyone else. So should the children be wearing masks? Should they worry about social distancing? Should we worry about them if they do contract COVID? The New York Magazine article that I referenced earlier was sent to me by a parent by way of making the case that we may be taking an approach that is too heavy-handed. We took pride as a school last year that we had no evidence of spread of COVID on our campus, despite serving students in childcare and in small groups all year. Like many other schools across the country this year, we've taken a looser, modified approach that allows students to have their masks off outside and to not have to cohort, meaning stay together as a group all throughout the day. But even though we have taken that approach, we've also been perhaps overly conservative with our response when we have had a positive case at school. For example, we had a student in a lower grade come to school on Monday, not this past Monday, a Monday uh, a little while back, without any symptoms. On Tuesday, the student wasn't feeling well, so the parent held the student home, did the right thing. On Wednesday, the student tested positive for COVID. We sent the entire class home for the duration when it was only necessary to work with those who'd been deemed to be in close contact with the student. For us, close contact means within six feet for 15 minutes or greater over a 24-hour period of time. We played it really cautiously and assumed that they had all been in close contact. But to be fair, let's pull that apart a little, especially in light of the CDC data around child hospitalizations and mortality. Statistically speaking, the students are not in significant danger, even if they did contract COVID. The person in the room more likely to be in danger is the teacher. However, given our intense ventilation and air filtration systems, our sanitizing regime and masking, 
the likelihood that a teacher would contract COVID in that classroom is also incredibly small. The reality of the situation is that every classroom is incredibly safe. So, given this, shouldn't we just then have teachers wear their masks and ensure that they stay more than six feet away from students as much as they possibly can? Shouldn't that be enough? The way I read the situation, if our world was confined simply to that space, yeah. The bigger challenge, though, is that we're a part of a much larger community. In New Mexico, Students are more likely to live with grandparents than in other states. I love to remind us all here to protect the pack and that the pack is all of us. I often think about a situation in which a student at school is exposed to a student who is positive, somehow contracts COVID, then brings it home to his or her grandparents. Here in New Mexico, that's not entirely hypothetical. Though, of course, it is still very unlikely given all of the safety measures in place. And to my mind, this scenario has not played out at our school. So, I guess let's think about it like this. Combine the benefit of in-person learning with the very low likelihood of peer-to-peer transmission and the attendant unlikelihood of a student being in serious health danger and contrast that against the possibility that a student may somehow put their elderly grandparents or their family members who may be at an increased risk in significant danger because they are at school. Which is greater? The benefit of students in person? Or the opposite, which is the very real risk of human life. The best that we can do is to make sure that we have all of the safety precautions in place, that we make sure that everyone is wearing their mask and doing their part, even when it means that they themselves are not perhaps in as much danger as we might otherwise be led to believe. We're going to start off here, and from this point, we are going to go into a deeper exploration with members of our school community. We are fortunate to have an incredibly diverse and caring community of people here at Turquoise Trail, and we hope to get all of their perspectives. So stay with us. In upcoming weeks, we are going to be exploring teachers and the teacher shortage. We're going to be talking about outdoor education. We're going to be talking next week with one of the members of our school community who is a health professional and get their thoughts on how schools might be the same or different than what people are experiencing at health clinics and hospitals, what we might be able to learn about the differences between the two. We hope that you'll stay tuned 
And you, in upcoming weeks, will not have to hear from me as much. You'll get to meet some new people. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, stay safe, everybody. Stay in touch. And as always, keep reading books. What does Jerry the Cat think? Jerry the Cat thinks... Um... He doesn't really have a thought about this right now. Jerry doesn't have a thought? No. The food's good here. The food's good? We'll see you next week.